Welcome to the Searching for Happiness podcast, where you can be open and vulnerable about your mental health and past, diving deep into everyday lives as we try to find the true meaning of happiness in ourselves. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Searching for Happiness podcast. I am your host, Joseph Grable, and today I have with me Cam Nowry. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for being here, man. Thank you for having me. I'm yeah, excited. Man. Of course. Of course. I appreciate you coming out. I know you live like all the way out in Encino, man. Dude, so. I'm driving every day. Every day. Okay. I know. Every I day know. Drive. Yeah, but I still appreciate you taking the time coming out here, man. Of I really course. appreciate it, seriously. Uh, but nevertheless, man, you know, a little backstory. I always do a little bit of backstory at the beginning of my show. Uh, we met each other in film school, you know, like most of my guests. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, we kind of, you we were in the first class together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did film history together. Yeah, okay, with the uh, Australian months. teacher, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool, and then cool, we had cool. um, film production one with stein right yes yeah, yes. yeah okay yeah. cool cool so yeah we go we go way back that's about like two and a half years ago yeah bro almost three years crazy. ago august will be like three years august will be three years three years that's man. fucking sorry that's crazy yeah, that's, really good. <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> it is crazy man it really is and uh i i can't believe how far we've all come to you know dude i know the growth is insane i feel like with everyone like i feel like I've grown so much since school. Like, I feel like watching everyone alongside us, like, we've all just grown so much. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree 100%, man. And, like, I noticed, too, that, you know, we're all kind of getting out of our shells and we're finally all starting our businesses. Right. And, you know, we're all starting to finally graduate. Right, I think, right. well, you graduate probably, like, August to, like, December timeline, probably. I took a few months off, so, like, yeah. january -ish. january yeah, january yeah, yeah. So, I, I graduated December, so. Right, I right. Because I took a few months off, too. Dude, it, it was necessary. Especially it, during COVID and stuff, It was, dude. I don't know how people did it, like, the whole time, dude. I, I was just not. going nuts. Like, no, the whole, yeah. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't handle that I was paying so much money and sitting right. behind the screen. And, like, I was just, like, sitting there. I'm like, okay, I want to take this month off. Go make some money. You know, I, I just wanted, like, I just felt like, you know, I'm sure you can relate that, like, school is just, like, there was better opportunities in school at the moment. There still are better opportunities in the school. Yeah, exactly. Because they keep you so shelled. Like, at least so our shelled. school. At least our school. Because, like, our school schedule is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. I think, I mean, I guess that's just school in general. Yeah, that's At the true. end of the day, it's, like, I don't know. Like, but. I've been to, so I went to Central Oregon Community College. Right. And I went to Lane Community College. And then took a class at, like, U of O. And... My, my like college life has never been this hectic oh i'm sure i'm never, sure never like it's like their their scheduling is so backwards like really it's it is bro so like i'm used to like going like f like three to five classes for three months right 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 right, right. so the traditional way right right but i'm not even though it's a lot i'm not so swamped to where I can still go work a job and yeah. I have a solid schedule. 100%. So I can work around that. And, you know, as to where here, like, I got to do side hustles instead of working an actual, you know, like, you right, know, right, right. You know, regular job and, you know, just a nine to five, man. And so learning how to do side hustles too has been a very big difficulty. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. So hard. Dolls door dashing for a bit, bro. Oh, like, dude, that's what that's what I'm starting to do again, man, because it's just like, it's just so hectic, especially with gas prices, man. Oh, my God. Don't mm -hmm. even get me started. I'm so, I'm so blessed 
but I don't have to pay for gas prices. I know. That's my man. one thing. We, we were we were we wanted to get an electric car so much, but I was just like it was just like pushing it with the payments. Here's the thing: I feel like outside of the current situation of the world, don't get a don't get an electric car. It's just it's not like when it comes to servicing and all that. At least with Teslas, they're mm-hmm. super super problematic, and they're great cars. Don't get me wrong; like I love the car that I have, but it's just like the money that you're not spending on gas is going to go to maintenance. That's fair. It's like owning a BMW. You know what I mean? Like they just break down all the time and Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a mess. And so honestly, like at the end of the day, if you're not just buying a Tesla because gas prices are high, I would say just stick with a gas car. Yeah. See, we, we almost went electric, but I got a really sweet deal on the Honda. So I was like, 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 no, that's a beautiful car too. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, dude, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty nice. I, I'm pretty happy with it. Dude, that's a good one. I'm glad. Thank I'm you. I'm glad. Uh, you got to show it to me after. I, I will. I remember the wife, you got it today. After after that, yeah. Okay, but you <laughs> do you got like class next week or something? No, I'm not. Uh, I'm full Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesday, I, I mean, classes is like down the street. Yeah, yeah. So I can always swing by yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. so down. Or beforehand. That's yeah, yeah. I, I, always, I always usually have the car, but she wanted to drive it to work to feel fancy. Oh, so, that's that's know, sick, so. though. I mean, yeah. good on her. Good yeah, on def- her. definitely. I would be the same way. It's like 6.30. I was like, go for it. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I like, sleep, That's crazy. Where does she work? Uh, so she's just like a she's like a full-time nanny, but she's oh, okay, like an on-call you. nanny. So it's like, because her, so her bosses, one's a lawyer and then one's a doctor. Oh wow! And so they're both always just like on the move. Right, right. Her like, schedule's so just packed. Like, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So she, yeah, she works like twelve five day week, twelve hour five day weeks. That's like a production week. I know. That's terrible. So me and her do it like so intense. We're worried about our little guy right here. Come here, Kobe. Oops. <laughs> Come here, buddy. Come here. But he, uh, yeah, because like uh, production is the same exact hours. Yeah, I just said twelve, yeah, 12, 12 hours. hour five days a week you know if if not more you know what i mean it shouldn't be that way it should not be that it way it's it's a lot way. it's a lot of uh that's a lot of hours man yeah and it messes your sleep schedule up this week i've or let's see the night last before last night i just did not sleep like the nights before then i just did not mm-hmm. sleep because it's like production and school and all that mm-hmm. like the hours are just stupid you know what stupid. i mean yeah stupid hours and it's just like you can't sleep normally like i have days where i'm sleeping from like 1 to 7 p.m you know what i mean like that's exactly. that's my sleeping time i'm awake in the morning i'm awake at night yeah i went to bed sleep. at like 3 a.m and had to wake up at 7 you know what i mean so it's like right it's things like that and it's like it's not even i wouldn't i wasn't even on set i wasn't even you know doing anything i was just like doing homework right right you know right because I mean? yeah. like oh my god a ton a ton dude like it's a ton like and you know like yeah it can be relatively easy but it's like, okay, you have to watch this movie, then you have to do a report, then you got to break it down, and then you have to do right. this and this and this, and you have to have it in by like the end of the week, and it's like... It's a small step. Yeah, and then you live in like the most expensive city, one oh, of the most yeah. expensive cities in the U.S., so you have to spend most of your time working. Right. You know what I mean? And so like, you know, with like a lot of my professors, like sometimes I'll be like slacking, like like last week, I didn't turn like the whole first week of like assignments because I just like, I was just like so swamped with just like life stuff. Right, right, right. But obviously he was really cool about it. You know, most of our professors are. Yeah, they're, they're super understanding, yeah, which is yeah. a good thing. Yeah, but it was like, it was like that. Like I had to watch the Matrix and I mean, I've seen it a thousand times, but like I kept like mixing up like the different Matrixes. I was like, right, wait, right, did that right. happen in the first? I was like, damn. So I had to rewatch it. I had to, uh, 
I had to like write like a three page paper or something on it. And then I had to like break scenes down. That's the worst. And I was like, I was like, dude, I was like, I literally like, w- like I have to go do so many things throughout the day. I'm gone home from home for like 13 hours. Oh yeah. And then like, I come back and like, I gotta like do that for like six. You oh know yeah. I mean? so it's just it's nonstop. Like, it's literally it's just, nonstop. It's nonstop. And it's, it's really difficult, man. And like, trying to balance your life and go to school at least with our schedule it's very it's intimidating and it's very hard and it's very um how would you say it's just i don't know man i just feel like they could do it a lot better the way they do the schooling 100 percent. way they do the scheduling you know 100%. they could like at least like i mean i understand i think there's like a thing to where they're trying to like get us prepared for the film industry because it is just as chaotic as that to be right. honest but at the same time it's like we need stability so we can afford to go to school exactly and it's a competitive ass mar- a competitive market um it's okay you can cut it's, it. it's a competitive I'll just, ass I'll just market cut it out if, I, <laughs> okay, if, gotcha. if it fits i'll keep it if, I, if it doesn't fit i'll just cut it out okay perfect that's perfect. How, i still cuss in some of my episodes gotcha all right i'll just not think about it it's a really competitive market though you know what i mean and it's it's hard because even one of our teachers i remember um like halfway through school she was like oh everyone in class like raise your hand if you're doing work outside of you know school outside mm-hmm. of class like are you working in the industry and i think like maybe like like half the kids or something uh raised their hand and she looked at them and i don't even know which teacher this was but she looked at them and she goes if you didn't raise your hand you shouldn't be in the school so you should only be in this industry if you're busting your ass and like working mm-hmm. hard enough to where you're in school and you're working like outside in the industry at the same time. But the problem I see with that is most of these people out of our school are working, working in the industry and going to school. Exactly. And there's no like work's not going to you know give you slack for other work or school. Yeah. Uh, the industry is not going to give you slack just because we have 12 hour days. And, deadlines and you're working me. for free most of the time. And you're working for free most of the time. And then school, they just, I mean, mind you, a lot of our teachers are very understanding and on a teacher to teacher basis, Mm -hmm. it's been really cool. And I've had a lot of help on that sense. Right. Yeah. But on a school policy level, there is no leeway for people who are working in the industry, which I, in my opinion, is more important than a degree, uh, you know, at least with film. Yeah. You know, I agree. I I agree, man. And like, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's very chaotic. And it's very, you know, like you were saying, you know, people have to balance work. They have to balance in the industry work, you know, working in the industry and also school. Right. You know what I mean? And like they don't get that slack. And then we have to work for free to try to bust our ass to, you know, make a name for ourselves, get some connections. And we're kind of talking like we don't, um, what do you call it? We don't like, I don't work for free anymore. Like unless it's someone like really, really cool, like someone I really like, you know, really good friends with because like i just like i've realized that i can't gain connections from people i always work with no yeah you know what i mean not not even like on some like you know shade stuff or nothing like just on some like you know i can only do so much with somebody and like i'll do it like with you as like you know a friend and stuff but it's like there's i feel like there's just a certain point to where like you're only making yourselves better right you know what i mean but you're not progressing you know towards the industry right 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 you You need to expand and get yourself out exactly so like i just stopped like working for free because i was just like man you know unless it's obviously for a good friend right you know but like i just didn't find myself getting any good connections i didn't like 
nothing worth the while, you know? Like, the one time I worked for free that I actually got a good connection was for someone that was, like, uh, you know who Kyle Newichek is? So, yeah, 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 yeah. So he had, like, some event at the school, and then one of his buddies was there. He This guy is not, like, super famous. He's, like, a key grip or something. Right, like, right, you know, right. Like, and I met him and talked to him because I was sitting next to him. And he, like, invited me out to the desert to shoot something for free. And then that's what led to my, like, Birds of Prey music video shoot that I did, like, all like a year, two years ago or something like that. And But and then that was paid, you know? Like, that was a good connection. But I've never have gotten something like that since. No, it was, like, two years ago. Right. You know, you know and it's I mean? just kind of flatlined since then. Yeah, yeah. It's right. just flatlined. It's a dead end. Yeah. So, and it's, like, I was just, like, working for free all the time. And, like, I was just, like, sitting there. I was, like, man... I was like, I could actually go work like other things and just focus on school and then actually go be able to afford nice things, be able to afford to go do nice things. You know? Right. Because like when I wasn't working, I was just focusing on school and working for free. Dude, I couldn't afford anything. You know what I mean? Like I never went out to eat with everybody. I never went and did anything. You know, I'm already like grateful, blessed to where I am in life already right now. You know, like as long as I have everything paid for, there's a roof under my head and like. You know, I live in a beautiful area and like, you know, I'm very grateful for, you know, what I have. But, you know, there's definitely times where it's like really hard. So, like, I kind of just had to, like, make that sacrifice. And I know, like, a lot of people we go to school with, too. And, like, you know, this isn't shade or nothing. But, you know, they have like a, like things like um, paid for, like with the army or like, right. you know, they make for like even my schooling, like my schooling, like I get help paid for, too. You know, like there's nothing wrong getting help. You know what I mean? But like. You know, others have like even more, you know what I mean? So it's like, uh, like when you go in the army, it's like you get paid to go to school. Right. You know what I mean? So I'll find myself comparing myself to like my veteran friends who have the free money because they just get paid to go to school. And it, that's how they get the money for the productions that they do. And I'm like, I right. don't get money for the productions I do. So now I'm just like saving money prepping for the thesis and like you know what i mean because of course everything you do is out of your own pocket yeah exactly so it's like you know what i mean and so like you know there's nothing wrong with getting help and like i mean those guys definitely earned it for sure right of course 100 percent earned it without a doubt you know what i mean so it's just like i just had to make that like you know mature decision like okay like am i gonna keep like struggling and like making my wife kind of struggle with me, you know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right. Like forcefully, you know what I mean? Or am I kind of just going to toughen up, focus on school and then do like DoorDash on the side or do like Instacart or like, you know, I'll probably soon start doing Uber or something. I don't know. Right. Since I got the new car. Yeah, just the side hustles. Yeah. And it, it helps pay for it. It helps, you know, it just like, it helps keeps the bills going. There's nothing wrong with like side hustles at all. No, not at all. You know what I mean? Especially if it's helped to get by, dude. Like, oh yeah. You know, that's why I love LA so much is, like, I was talking to a friend back home, uh, and, like, you know, to me, you know, and this sounds very uh, pretentious, but to me, like, $400 is not a lot anymore. No. Because I live in Los Angeles, and I realized, like, in Los Angeles, $400 buys you a pack of gum pretty much. You know? Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> buy you shit. It doesn't, it doesn't, buy that doesn't like, buy you anything, you know what I mean? It doesn't get you anywhere. Like, right. it'll get you, like, halfway to Oregon. No, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, like, I'll, I'll work, like, productions back-to-back, and it, it, I have a really bad habit of just, like, spending and, and putting mm-hmm. it all back into, like, the company or gear or whatever, like, mm-hmm. immediately when I get the money. But I'll, I'll make, like... 1500 to like three grand in a week and by the next week i have like 20 dollars in my bank account and it's just because on a mix of gear and all that like i'm putting money into that of course but then 
food is expensive, you know, gas, transportation, like anything, like you go out for one night and you're spending $150, $200. Yeah. Like, it's crazy out here. It's so crazy out here, man. And so like, I, you know, it, it's just, I don't understand it actually. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't understand it. And it's what gets me is like, it seems so like not so expensive. And then I think it's just taxes, man. Oh yeah. LA has like, you know, California in general has like the worst taxes out of taxes. I think inflation. Yeah. It's just the worst. So, you know, like you go for like a $13 burger, but your burger ended up being like $21. Oh yeah. You end up paying $20 per meal nowadays. Yeah. Like, yeah. Minimum. Yeah. Like minimum. minimum. Man, Unless like, you're going to like a taco truck or something like something yeah. on like the really cheap end. Like the one, like, like the one, even the one outside the school though, bro, I got like three tacos and a drink and like that was like 10 yeah, it's bucks. Still running like, you like 10 12 dollars i was like now. damn you should be like seven or eight bro and yeah i was, I was like, like dude i know man that was like a year like no it was like pre-covid of course but right. like and i understand like businesses are struggling and they have up the prices but it's like it only goes further to the point to like how unrealistic it is of the school to think we like are able to not work we don't even have a, a a place to get lunch in the school. I know that's what's so crazy. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's There's like no you have to spend twenty bucks, dude. They don't even fill their vending machines, bro. Like, do they still work? They still work, okay, but okay, there's okay. nothing <laughs> in them. <laughs> like oh I go by God. there like all the time. I'm like I'm gonna go get that's a Red so Bull bad. or I'm gonna go get like, uh, you know, like some chips or something. You know, just some right, like a little snack. Yeah, and like I'll go by and I'm like, I was like, really. You know, like, really, like, I was like, you guys, like, make so much money. You guys make so much money. You guys can't even fill up a vending machine. Fill up a vending machine. Come on, homie. I'm about to stick my own out there. <laughs> <laughs> like, and profit just off come of in, it. Yeah, with a case of, like, <laughs> yeah. Coke or whatever and just start packing it. That'd be sick. That'd be the side hustle. That could be right. all of our side hustles. Right, man. No, for real. <laughs> Definitely, man. So, it's just, it's crazy, man. And, you know, kind of, you know, with side hustling, you know, kind of, I, I guess it kind of equips us to be entrepreneurs in a sense. Oh, 100%. I know you want to be like, you want to kind of have an umbrella company, company so that kind of, you know, contributes to the kind of whole entrepreneur aspect of it. You know, kind of like what, you know, if you, if people don't know what an umbrella company is, do you maybe want to kind of fill them in and then tell them what you're, you know, you don't have to tell them your plans. But no, no, of definitely course. Definitely just like. Um, so. I, I'm not an entrepreneur by profession or anything. Okay. Like, I'm not well, a professional. Course, me either. Uh, yeah, I, w I won't be able to tell you the exact terms, but an umbrella company from the perspective that I have is just like a, like a parent company. Um, so in, for an example, I guess like Facebook. Like Facebook is a parent company to Instagram. Um, mm -hmm. What else? Do they, they own Twitter? Uh, they own WhatsApp. WhatsApp, WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not WhatsApp, WhatsApp. Um, Google owns YouTube, right? Yeah, just stuff like that. So you have a you have a parent company that works as its own independent um, mm -hmm. company or entity, and then they have smaller um, companies that handle different things below them. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. that in in the eyes of a production team, it would be um, like having the main production company. Uh, right now, we specialize in like music videos and commercial work and all that. Uh, but in the future, hopefully, having a team um, of not just like myself as a DP and like mm -hmm. Dave as a director, but having separate teams to do documentary work, a separate team to do commercial work, a separate team to do music videos and all that. And like, that's kind of the parent production company idea that we want to build in a sense. Oh, that's what's up. That's yeah, what's yeah. up. That's, that sounds very exciting, man. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited for you guys. Have you guys, you know, kind of started breaking ground on it? Because I know you have the production company. Yeah, so, so we had a production company before. Um, with investors it was under a completely different name mm -hmm. um, that kind of became a mess 
oh, yeah, um, yeah. and just had a falling out with like investors and, and and stuff like that and like the direction of where we wanted the company to go and then right now we're in the process of refiling for our production company mm. so legally it's not like an actual yeah. entity right now it's just like a name in the air but we also do have a rental company that is filed and is a full legal company now um so at the moment we're launching two companies oh that's what's up hopefully okay. three in the, okay. in the near future we want to run a post house for like color grading and, and okay. sound and all that that'd be really sick so, yeah that's awesome dude I'm, I'm excited for you i think uh i don't know man i just think business and creating businesses is just a way to go if you want to you know kind of live a more free more fine fine not what not always financially free but more of a free like your time is more free of course you know what i mean and of so course. like i you know i'm i'm so adamant about making a business too i mean i have my business legally like right. the, the production company overbay productions um which is what you know i put this under so like i can do write-offs with it now of and course stuff like that so like when i start making good money and like inviting people over for food like you know like so when you come here there'll be like a buffet or so you oh, know what i mean so sick. you of know course. what i mean so like cool stuff up. like that right. right and so like you know thing like that so i totally feel you man and like but like i also you know kind of like we were saying i'm kind of i'm thinking about kind of doing like a rebrand already even right though i just made it right 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 like you know i'm kind of thinking about just cutting the loss with that and like being like kind of rebranding because now i have the podcast so I could be like S for H, like productions or like the, which you could be just like a abbreviations for searching for happiness. So I feel like that would just be more fitting since I have this anyway. Right. Right. And since I'm, this is pretty much like my start to like, I guess people actually like seeing me out in public, like out there in an artistic way, I guess you could say. Right. This podcast is a great way, especially for yeah. like, just like see you as a person. Yeah, exactly. And so like, you know, so I, you know, I've just been thinking a lot about like that. So rebranding. So I feel you about the whole rebrand and that sucks that the investors thing didn't work out, but you know, Happens. you live and you learn. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm sure you learned quite a few valuable lessons during that. A hundred percent. And I, I wasn't, I think it was a situation where I wasn't right for them at the time because it was like start of COVID. I was still very young, very new mm -hmm. to the industry um, at the time. I still am, but I'm definitely like, I look back at a year ago and it's like unrecognizable in a sense yeah. of like where I'm at now. Same. You know what 100%. I mean? Which is insane. Which is dope. It's insane. awesome. So cool. But also speaking of which, um, I, I also agree with you on the fact of, you know, owning a company. It, it is financial freedom in the sense too of like, it'll, it, it costs more and it's not freeing in the sense of like, you definitely yeah. have to invest a, oh, a yeah, ton you, of your a money. A lot of money. Money, time, everything. But I've always looked at it in the sense of like, running a business is the best thing because you can always have a job and a job will always have like sure a secure income but it's always going to be a capped income as long as you're working for someone you know mm -hmm. they're the ones paying you at yeah. the end of the day like it'll always be a set amount like you own a company there's no cap on like how much money you can make yeah exactly you know and that i i love that too and you know and i'm sure you know majority of us all want that you know what i mean i'm sure majority of people listening to this want that and I just think, you know, um, even if, you know, I think just people should just make a company for themselves. Right. You know, like get things out of your name too. You know what I mean? Like don't, you don't want to like mess up your credit as well. You know what I mean? Like that's like a big lesson I learned with this is like the car is not even in my name. Really? It's in my company's name. Oh yeah. That's smart as hell. Yeah. So that's like. so smart. And that's why I got a really good deal on it too. Right, right, you know right. I mean? And then I can just write it off. 
once I like pay it off. Yeah, as a company vehicle. Yeah, exactly. And so as long as I, you know, maintain the mileage, which I think is like 40K over like 40,000 miles over three years. Which, oh, wow. Which is not even going to, I'm not even going to be able to get there. Like, really? I, I drive so much, dude. Really? I, I run my car up. I, I mean, like, so I try to, I, I mean, like, I drive a lot, but I still don't think. Yeah, 40K. As long as you're not doing, like, road trips and yeah, stuff. Yeah, not like, as, like, straight. I think we're probably in, like, the next three years probably going to do, like, four road trips. I yeah, you should be chilling. Yeah, we yeah, should yeah, be yeah. fine. But, you know, like, it's, like, you know, get things out of your name. You know, like, get, like, an LLC. You know, even just an LLC, just, you know, clean up your credit. Like, once you, like, have a shell company, or not shell company, but a company, you know, even if it's just for like your blog, you know what I mean? The best you, thing the brand go, is yourself. Exactly. You can make, you can go for an entertainment, uh, you know, um, license or whatever you call it. You know what I mean? So like, there's so many different ways around money too, that I've been learning out here. Right. And I, I love that about LA too. So many ways. There's so many ways. So many ways you can make money. And that's what I don't understand about like a lot of people that move out here. It's just like, I don't know. I, I, I see I, I, I'm definitely blessed in the fact of like, you know, I grew up out here. Like I, I, I do have like connections in the sun. I never had like film connections growing up or mm -hmm. anything, but I do like just being out here and existing out here my entire life. It's like, of course, you know, a lot wider of a group of people and, you know, like more places to go to whatever, like the ins and outs of, of, of the city you grew up in. Mm -hmm. And so like, obviously I have, I have a completely different perspective, but a lot of people come out here and tell me like, oh, I hate LA. Like it's not what, it, what it's supposed to be. It's not you know, this and that, mm -hmm. whatever. And again, biased view, I love LA. But I think that objectively, like there is so much opportunity out here for anyone and everyone. Like, I agree. Any way you can make money, like you can make money out here. Yo, if you want to sell salt shakers, man. You could sell salt shakers. <laughs> you could sell salt shakers. Just tell them that they make... emit some energy, bro. Go to Malibu and you're chilling. Yeah, man. Chilling. Or you even go to Venice, man. You see even like, man, the homeless people make a killing out there, bro. Right, yeah. Dude, I've bought like cool shit from homeless people. You know what I mean? Just like in their little, like little, like uh, like they like got, the like, little a whole setups and like, like stands and all that. Yeah, they yeah, got yeah. like cute little tiki things. People make a killing like Bro, off yeah. of the littlest things out yeah. here, man. And like, that's what ridiculous. I love is like you're constantly surrounded by like, and a lot of people see see it as fake, but I I see it as like you're constantly surrounded by people who are working towards a dream. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's my favorite part of LA. Like it's so invigorating to be in the film industry and like want to create because all these people around you, like from homeless people, like you know people who have nothing to their name to the richest people, like they're all finding new ways to innovate. Yeah, and and sell things and brand and like I think that's so cool. I think it's amazing, dude. Like I'll like literally me and Sabrina will just stand there at the beach and like just people watch. That's like it's like in the air, like the shopping area because right. it's like you know like people come out of there and they'll paint like for months and months and then they'll literally go out to venice and i've seen this like there's this one girl uh i don't remember her name unfortunately so i can't credit her <laughs> okay but uh she was in venice and i'd see her all the time like painting outside because i used to go to venice all the time when i first got to la and i remember like i went back like a few months later and she had like a whole stand and she was selling her paintings for like 150 bucks. I was like, damn. I was like, that's kind of, you know, spend. I was like, kind of, you know, at the time thinking, I was like, that's kind of spendy. And dude, she sold them out. Like, I literally like came back and they were like, oh, God. I Bro, like, yeah. I was like, I was like, holy shit. I was like, that's crazy. I've met people all around who like, you know, again, like don't even live in a house or live out of their cars, but they're they're running like $600, $700 per, per art piece. Mm -hmm. And it's like, dude, as a creative, like, 
of course i i wish i wish that it was easier for creatives to, to make money and make a yeah. local wage like don't get me wrong but like to see that you know you can still make like a crazy amount of money just based off like your own talent or whatever 100 like, percent, i agree it, it's it's just it's beautiful to just watch that happen in my opinion. i agree dude i agree i i just i love creativity and like it's so crazy i don't know i'm sh i don't know about you but i was never like a creative kid growing up so i never like this is all like a whole new world to me it really it really depends it really depends but i, I want to hear about i want to hear about your backstory with this really okay quick. okay so like i just like i don't know like i mean you know obviously because my hospital background i wasn't really allowed to be creative all that much right you know because i grew up in a hospital like between like the ages like you know a few months old to like four to like six to i don't know like eight or nine or something like that and i was just in and out a lot you know especially even like my earlier teenage years and i don't know like i just never got the chance to like have own a camera because i didn't have enough money or like i never got the chance to go to like like my my school like had like the shittiest art classes on the planet like the worst like i mean like i mean like literally like painting on a canvas and like very bare minimal like effort type like really like art classes yeah it was like a very like not so you know like I, I don't really know but like i definitely know like i love all the teachers there they're great but you know like it's just a very underdeveloped area i guess you could say right you grew up out in in oregon right yeah yeah like not like in a like a you know like a impoverished area like underdeveloped i just mean like the educational level is definitely right. underdeveloped um I think we're like like one of the very like lowest. <laughs> really, California is like, really bad too. Bro. Yeah, dude, Oregon has like some of the worst test scores. I, I think our school systems in general just need to be. Yeah, I yeah I agree I agree. But you know I just never I never like picked up an actual like camera like you know what we're recording with, bro. Like probably like two months before I moved out to LA. Really? Yeah, and I was just like. I actually originally thought the school was for acting too. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Oh shit! Because the way they advertised it to me, right, was like, oh yeah, we have acting classes. Like, right, right. And I didn't understand the whole one class a month schedule. Right. Yeah. Right. So I was like, oh okay, so they have like a few options, and not just like one. Yeah, one single class. <laughs> we don't even get to choose our classes. I know it's it's crazy, and like I was just like, oh man, so I got stuck in the behind the scenes, but I just ended up loving it anyways. You know what I mean? But like. I've I had to like learn how to be creative. Oh, that's so interesting. So like I I never wrote, right? My thoughts. I never like, you know, wrote scripts. I never wrote stories. You know, obviously for class, but I did like the bare minimum. So right, like, right, right. I was a god awful student. Uh, like I like would just do bare minimum with like everything, man. And so like, I don't know. Like since I got to LA, LA taught me that like I have to like hustle out here and I have to like be at the top of my game because like you just don't know who you're gonna run into too. no not at all and you don't know when your moment's gonna be it's like i've been in a bar and like david fincher is just like like really? right there yeah i was telling i think i mentioned this in a previous episode i think i was i think it was with hutch or something right, right. and like i it was during the super bowl the super bowl right before the COVID hit like okay, okay. right before COVID hit, gotcha, the gotcha. Kansas City and Patriots when Kansas City won. I'm so off of sports. But anyway, <laughs> but anyways, but anyway, it was like right before COVID hit, like right before it. And we were in a bar and I go up and I get a drink and I'm like looking at him and I'm like thinking, I'm like, 
I was like, I've seen this guy like a million times. Right, right. Like because they show because they show his face at school, you know, in pictures and stuff. I was like, I've seen this man. Like I like I just know. And then like I just like hear someone else whispering, like, I think that's the guy that made like I was like, I was like, oh I was like it's... Dude, that's I feel that though. I feel like I, I I have this bad tendency of I don't like to leave the house unless I'm like fully dressed. I'm that way now. <laughs> yeah, LA that. does that to you, bro. LA does that because you don't know who you're gonna catch. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. Randomly, like I, I don't. I've never even leave the house in like sweats anymore. It's it's gotten to that point where it's like, even if I'm in the house all day and I think I'm gonna leave to get lunch, even by myself or just for like mm-hmm. an hour or something, I will still dress for the day, and like fully like jewelry like clothes everything like just in case something pops up and i'm like i gotta pop out yeah you know what i mean because you have to you do have to dress to impress in a sense out here of like you 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 do never know who's looking who's taking a photo of you where you're gonna be in the next two years you know what i mean exactly it's crazy but um i feel that my childhood i wasn't the most creative in the sense I, i get a lot of people who i don't know if you get this but a lot of film people always constantly tell me like yeah, I grew up making skits or I grew yeah, up making like music same. videos or whatever, like doing things in my bedroom with like I've friends. I've held a camera like, since I was two. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know no. I mean? like, I'm like, no way, bro. Like, what? Never, bro. Like, I, I don't even remember like my family really taking even photos of like us. Me either. Like, growing up, bro. Me like, either, That was never dude. a big thing for me. I just like, yeah, I don't think it was a big thing, man. Like, I just don't, like, I don't know if it was like a big thing for my family or if it's just because like my mom just didn't like, care or like right, she couldn't right. get it or like i don't know what like obviously i saw photos right you know what i mean of course but, of like, course but like it wasn't a huge thing like yeah i was never around cameras growing up yeah. or anything i mean my parents um just for some backstory are both uh immigrants from third world countries okay that's what's up yeah so they they came out here with basically nothing in their pocket um and just you know busted their way uh-huh. to where they are now they're both dentists like most of my extended family is in the medical field and all that like i've never grown up really around like anything creative like no cameras like drawing was never really a thing i think the closest thing to like creativity that i've had in my life is like my dad um and like our house that we live in right now it's built from the ground up and he designed almost every bit of it so he's always been into like oh the house you have now yeah yeah that's yeah. amazing yeah completely hand designed by him we didn't hire an architect or like anything i that's think obviously amazing. to build we had yeah, contractors yeah, course, but he yeah. he still did the floor plans he did the that's designs amazing, like everything by himself so i definitely had it like in me i guess like through my dad and all that but i've never like really grown up around like hey you got to do this creative thing i'll do this creative thing my brother played sports growing up he was never really creative my sister could draw but she was uh, she's a nurse now again medical field never grew up around it i think the biggest creative thing for me as funny as this sounds like growing up was like minecraft like really got me into like creativity like i love to i was i was gonna say video games dude video games like crazy like that got me into like storylines and all that Mm -hmm. um i think growing up like the the two biggest creative things i had outside of video games were um i did draw quite a bit when i grew up um i took some art classes in like grade school and i really liked them and and english i've always been like an english history kid yeah same right not not history but definitely english kid i love history i really love history but i've always been an english history kid and i feel like that's like a telltale sign of like if you swing more towards like the english um classes and like history classes compared to like sciences and math like i feel like that's more of a creative 
yeah. field in a sense and like that's i agree I would, I would totally agree right and 100%. so I've, I've always gotten like really into like writing and like writing was a big thing for me i've always um on presentations and like group projects like i'd always be the kid who like you know made it look pretty basically yeah. like i always loved that um but i never i didn't hold a camera really or own one until i think my sophomore year of high school i uh my mom was illegal yeah. so talking about my mom again she was illegal for 22 years okay after coming here so most of my life or almost all my life i'd never left the country until i was maybe like 13 okay and the second that she got her um you know immigration stuff and all that like we were just non-stop traveling so around the same time um around like a year or two after like my sophomore year i had gotten a drone it was like a dji drone oh yeah like i've always been a big tech kid so i got like a little dji drone for um i think i don't even know like my birthday or, or something and i really got into like just drone flying and then we were traveling a lot at the time so i ended up just taking my drone with me and like shooting videos and all that um and then eventually my brother got a camera i think and i started using his and like making videos with like his and all that and i i really like got into like creative stuff and like editing through through like travel videography like as cringy oh, as cool. that sounds hey man wh whatever clicks clicks man that's true that is very true but it was like it, it definitely a different like I, I look at i definitely do that thing of like i compare myself all the time where yeah. people are like dude i've been Same. in this industry for almost all my life like i love movies like you know they'll, they'll tell you like i've watched uh citizen kane like three times like uh, you know i basically came out of the, the womb with like a camera in my hand and i'm like dude i picked it up in sophomore year of high school yeah like doing some stuff where i was like hey i'm traveling around here like look at this and it was just like music and like i don't know really simple things like i didn't even have uh, my, my one like I, my style i guess i developed with that was like i didn't even put like people in my videos it was just like architecture or like scenic stuff mm -hmm. because i didn't even feel like i had the creative ability to like capture people well yeah and so you know all, all, all the time i still like compare myself like um to, to, to those people who like have, have grown up in the industry but no for the most part uh I, I didn't grow up very creative i feel like i i really do feel you man it's it's i don't know man like i so where i grew up man uh like the idea of having a career that's like creative like in like selling paintings making movies uh even skateboarding you know what i mean right like, you know like a you know physical creative uh sport you know all that is like so unrealistic like oh, i'm sure like so unrealistic like i remember like growing up like, like everyone would always be like oh my gosh like okay joseph okay because <laughs> he says i was like probably like middle school like sixth grade i'd be like oh yeah i'm gonna go be an actor oh hell yeah yeah you That's know i bet cool you've known that though you yeah know like I mean? i've always i mean it's because i grew up you know because of my hospital setting like right. i grew up watching like adam sandler kevin james right right you know I, I grew up trying to have people make me laugh like kevin hart and you know uh i just grew up you know constantly watching movies comedies dramas you know my like when i was a kid my favorite drama was the pursuit of happiness? You know, how heartbreaking that movie yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> it's very I've never seen it. I'd but... be like watching it in a hospital. <laughs> That's so sad. Come It'd on. be so funny though. Like nurses would be like, "Why are you watching this?" <laughs> <laughs> I feel my mom all the time is like, I feel like I watch a lot of like action movies and like like deep dramas as well. Yeah, and she's always like, "Why? Why are you always watching like like the negative things? Like you never want to watch <laughs> movies that like make you happy and all that stuff." I'm like, dude. 
I don't know. I feel that. You know what I mean? I feel like if I was in a hospital situation too, like I would definitely want to be watching like the most you just want to relate. Yeah, exactly. You just want to relate. You just want to relate. You want something that 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 makes you feel. Honestly, like I remember just like as a kid, like I watched it because I just loved Will Smith so much. Really? Like as a kid. <laughs> which is unfortunate because I, I I don't like love him as much anymore. Oh yeah, of course. You know, because yeah, he's I mean, definitely a different person. Since we've been in the industry, we've all heard stories. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? So like I my my like I, I would still love to work with him, but you know, I don't love him as much as I used to. Of course. But you know, like that's why I would watch like movies like that, but like I was like eight, nine, ten, like doing that. And so like you know, growing up, I'd always be like, yo, I'm going to go do this, do this, do this. All through high school, I would say it too. I'd be like, yo, I'm going to go like act. And like, now that I'm like out here, you know, I could care less if I act. I just want to be in the entertainment industry. Right. But yeah, man, like I just used to say all the time, people be like, okay, okay, okay. And it's so funny because like now that I got in here, I've realized that like some of the most highest paying jobs in the world are in the industry. Are in the industry and are honed by creatives, like legit. And like, it's like, I've learned things about business too. Like you realize how creative business is too. You know what I mean? Like you, like you never realize that. Like when I was, when I was taking business courses out of college, I still did not remotely understand business. Not in any way as I do here. That's how it is. It's just crazy here. It's so unique. And it's like, it makes you, I don't know. It's just like, I always felt dumb before I came here. You know what I mean? And then like, you know, like I just, I feel like more of an intellectual person, intellectual, ah, more smart person. <laughs> I get more up on smarter the person. Yeah. Smarter person. Uh, I just feel like a smarter person, man. And like, uh, I just feel like a smarter person. And, uh, you know, uh, LA just does that to you, man. Uh, it kind of forces you to to learn several things. You don't really get a choice. No, 100%. You know, especially if you're, like, on a film set, like, oh, you know, you have to learn how to do this job and this job because you have to do those jobs in order to do that job. Right. It's steps. It's all steps. Yeah. And so it's just, like, it's just, like, you know, going back to when our childhoods and, like, being creative, it's, like, I kind of grew up in an area that, like, creativity just doesn't really exist. I mean, obviously, people wrote and, you know, you can't back on anybody because I don't know anyone's life. You know what I right. mean? But from what I saw, creativity was not the highest point from where I grew up. You know, it was all about sports, football, you know, like, right. you know, like, you know, hometown, small hometown stuff. You know what I mean? And so... <clears throat> You know, that's what it was focused on. It was more science and math and, you know, sports and doing good in those activities. It's like our English departments were so, like, underdeveloped and, like, our theater program was, like, you know, uh, thank goodness for Lindsay Spring because she came back and, like, revamped the whole theater program. But, like, uh, like it was pretty much, like, a dead end. And, right. like, you know, before she came back, she, like, revamped the whole thing and made it great. But, like... You know, it's just like the school was just so tiny. There was like 400 students. Oh, wow. I mean, dude, I feel like my high school was 500. Oh, okay, okay. Between 400 and 500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, it was just like a lot, you know, it just wasn't a lot uh things. And, like, there wasn't a lot of students that wanted to do, like, theater and stuff like that. Right. Inclu and I had to, like, work, like, to help my mom pay bills and stuff. So, I wasn't allowed to, you know, I couldn't go do theater and I couldn't do all those extra activities. So, you know, like, I learned... You know, I never had that time, like I said, to be creative. I had to go work and I had to go make money for my help my mom and like help, you know, myself go buy myself clothes, you know, go 
you know, buy myself a car, you know, I had to do all those things to, you know, progress. And like, so like, I feel like I wouldn't say I was robbed of creativity at a young age, but I would say that I think if I would have had more opportunities to be creative, I think it wouldn't have taken me as long as it did to get to this point. Of course. You know what I mean? I But I wouldn't change anything. No, exactly. It's made you. It's made you yeah. what you are now. Like without that past, you wouldn't be where you are now. And like 100%. That's, that's the best way to look at it, in my opinion. Yeah, man. 100%. I agree, man. And like, you know, I don't know about you, but like also kind of change the topic a little bit. I don't know about you, but like uh, L.A., you know, kind of with the whole, you know, forcing you to do so many things is like it's really hard not to have like anxiety here as well. Oh, it's God. really hard to work through your anxiety and then your side hustles and then go to school and then like somehow people expect you to be nice all the time and like people expect you to, you know, work for free all the time. And it's just like there's so much anxiety and stress with that dude. Like that's why I had to just like call it quits on the whole free thing for now. Like, right. Because like. I was just getting so stressed and sad and like anxious and my anxiety on set was just crazy because I knew I was like sitting here for like 12 hours when I could be like working DoorDash for 12 hours and make like 500 bucks. You know what I mean? Right. But, like I'm sitting here you know, and I love, I love working with my friends and stuff, but like sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, you know, like, I don't know, I, like sometimes the homies brought me on, you know what I mean? Like, cause like I'll be like doing boom and then like I won't, you know what I mean? Right. And then they'll like keep switching me or something. And then I just find myself like being like their PA and I'm like, this no. Yeah. You're just a swing at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and I don't like swinging, you know what I mean? That's not what you signed up for. Exactly. And so like, I just kind of uh, cut all that off and you know, like obviously it's not like on every set, you know, majority of my friends are pretty solid on it. You know? Right. Right. But uh, you know, like I just kind of just stopped and like, it's cause my anxiety was just so bad, dude. Like I could not handle just having to work for people for free. People that were ungrateful for most part, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I didn't have a problem working for people that were grateful and like showed their appreciation, but there were times where people didn't. And I'm like, you know, like, why did I even come out here? You know what I of mean? Course. So it's like, and I'm sure you totally can relate to that. Dude, dude, all the time. I'm sure you run into it actually more than I do. Cause you, you know, you kind of, you're more of a cinematographer. So like, you actually work with the camera more and you have to be closer to the talent as to where I'm the AD. So like, I, I mostly AD now instead of acting or like, or I act, you know what I mean? So those are like the two jobs I'm either working with the crew, telling them what to do. So you and the director can work with the actors or I'm the actor listening to the director or you, you know what right, I mean? Right, so right. like, like, I don't know, man, like what is your perspective on that? Cause I know you probably run into it a lot more than I do like anxieties and yeah all like that. the anxieties of like the pressure of you know kind of just being out on your own and like side hustling and you know just kind of making your way through with this company and i could go for hours with that. <laughs> um i think i think the, the biggest part that's anxiety inducing is not just I, I mean, I guess being a DP is stressful already. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. But again, I'm working with my own production company. I'm not being hired on other people's sets and all that, blah, blah, blah. So when it comes to like me and Dave, for us, um, he's also big on like the narrative work and all that. So he handles for the most part that like that. My anxieties don't really lie with like narrative That's work great. or anything. Yeah. But when it comes to music videos, it's like for the most part, like I'm building out the treatments. Like I'm doing a lot of the, the pre-production, um, like shot listing and all that. Um 
and then I'm, I'm working production if we're renting out any gear like i'm also mm-hmm. picking up the gear and then we have the production days and then most of the time we don't hire an editor i also edit it i yeah. color grade it so i'm a dp editor colorist and then i also pick up the gear basically produce and then also do like the treatments and plannings and all that and that's just under one production mind you i'm running like five to six within like a month period yeah exactly that just like builds up like all the time i i I barely find myself able to to have fun or like go out anymore because my mind is always somewhere else you know what i mean and i think that that is definitely like a big problem is like those anxieties like it's very limiting because you know you could be out with, with friends and it's not that i don't have a good time with friends or i don't have a good time you know going out to eat or getting drunk or whatever like enjoying myself it's just that at the end of the day like no matter where i am my mind is always somewhere else because i'm just like focusing on this or that and like this stress and i have a very bad tendency to uh, i love production like mm-hmm. one of the thing is like no matter how much work goes into it i love production to me like that's not very stressful because when i'm on set i feel like i'm on top of the world and there's like no other feeling like that for me. And I, I live for that. Like sometimes I will work for free, like on a set just because I enjoy being on a set. And yeah, if I haven't done it in same. a long time like that, but when it comes to like editing and like pre-production and post-production, like it's dreadful. I enjoy coloring. It's not super fun. I used to love editing. I hate editing now. So when it comes to like, again, post-production and stuff, I have this very bad tendency to just, procrastinate and like not get things started until i've the last always minute. been like that with uh posts man because you know exactly uh, like with this podcast though man like i've had to learn how to edit audio which has been kind of cool but like i feel you though like posts is just it takes it's so it's such long hours it's tedious and, it's and your eyes hurt after you're done like my eyes like 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 freaking bulging man by the time i'm like done editing an episode yeah. because it's like People don't like realize like how much stuff you have to take out of a video or how much hyper focus. Yeah, like, like or it's like you know I was telling you earlier like sometimes I edit out the you know, cuss words and it's like you have to like scroll all the way into that file, right? Take out the little itty bitty tinsy bit of it, like the little point two seconds, right, of it, and then put it all back together. And if it's all chopped up, you have to like somehow get it all back together and move it over all at the same make sure it's all synced if you're running exactly exactly and it's like it's just so and like it can all easily be messed up so fast right and like you can just like screw yourself over so fast with it too so like i really feel you man post-production is not it's a mess that's my biggest stress i think is post-production um but also just being in la is stressful Mm -hmm. traffic stressful getting everywhere stressful knowing people to go places stressful yeah like there there are knowing people like in high places is very stressful i think because you can't you don't want to utilize them but you want to utilize them that's the thing you have to in yeah. the sense of like i don't know as bad as it is like just out of transparency i have a ton of people who are my friends but i will also look at them like you are a tool for me Mm -hmm. just as i am a tool for them you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like i i prefer being transparent about the fact that like not that we're using each other but benefiting off of one another you know what i mean because that's just how it is i i think i base most of my friendships around like people that i benefit off of which maybe that's a very bad thing you could tell me but like i guess growing up i don't think it is i think i mean like 
overall, like, I want to be surrounded by people that appreciate me. Right. I want to be surrounded by people, people that have, give, that can give me access or I can give access to. You know, so I don't think that's a bad thing because, like, if you, like, sit there and you just let everybody into your life, you're going to have people that are constantly being negative about your life. Like, I have friends that I'm still friends with, um, and I love them dearly, but they're all, every time I, like, you know, reach out or, like, our, our accomplishment, like, when I got the car, dude, like, you know, I, I sent a few people before I posted because I got a few days before I actually show people. Right. And, you know, I was getting people like, oh, you know, why'd you get that? You know, like, you know, like little like comments. You right. Know what I mean? right, that are, right. You know, they're meant to kind of just like jab at you. Like, oh, why'd you get a Honda? Yeah. You could have got this. I'm like, well, if I got like, you know, expensive this car is. Hondas are nice as hell, yeah, too. Yeah. And they're very, they're like the number one most reliable car right now. You know what I mean? So like, you know, and I, I just don't, not everybody's going to be happy for you. Right. You know, so I, I don't think it's bad that you do that because you're just picking and choosing people and, you know, they just happen to have access to them. But they, they're well aware, like you said, you make it well aware that you kind of use them and they kind of use you. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, you know, it's like, uh, but like kind of with like, you know, I don't know how like the, you know, I don't really know the most powerful person, you know, but like the, the most powerful person I know, you know, I'm not going to say his name or nothing, but. I can't just like go up and ask him, you know what I mean? You know, right. That makes right, sense. But right. you know, you like, you know, you can and you want to, but like, you don't know the outcome. There's a weird limit. It's a 50 50 with this right. guy. Right. You know what I mean? Cause you know, people reach a certain level to where they either want to be paid for their time. You have to be an incredible asset to them to give you free time. Or you, you have to know somebody that they're very, very chill with. Right. You know what I mean? Those right. are like the only three things that can get you to talk to, you know, the three, you know, certain people that we sometimes get to talk to. And like, I just, you know, like I, and I have made that mistake before and it has gone bad before, you know what I mean? So like, it's very hard to utilize your connections out here as well. So I don't think it's very, I don't think it's bad that you pick and choose, man, because I, if anything, it keeps you safer and it keeps your your boundaries and your ideas and your creativity even safer because like I would not you know like I wouldn't have you on this podcast if I didn't like you and I didn't trust you right or like I wouldn't tell you about like my film ideas if I didn't trust you you know what I mean and so like you know LA also teaches you you got to learn to like pick and choose who to trust of course because even your best friend in the whole entire world could steal your idea and make millions of dollars off of it and then give you the biggest middle finger and be like, peace, dude, never talking to you again. You right. Know what I mean, so it's like I, I totally I totally get you, man. Like, I understand, like, the whole pick and choose. Like, if, if you lived anywhere else, maybe I could see it maybe like a problem. But like since it's like Los Angeles, New York, Miami, those areas, bro, like that's kind of necessary. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. It's just necessary. Exactly. And you have to know, like, I think with those people as well, like you have to know your boundaries in a sense of like where your relationship stands and just them as individuals, like how much you can ask and how much, you know, they can give. Mm -hmm. So like, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have friends in it, uh, for instance, who, who again, like, yeah, it, it depends on like, who they're cool with and all like i feel like i'm very much at that point where it's like if i work for free or do anything mm -hmm. for free or whatever do a favor i have to be really cool with you or you know there's something that i'm going to get out of it in a sense as well not because like i'm just trying to be a dick and yeah. be like oh, I'm, I'm too good about this but it's like in sense of even production it's like 
I can't do small videos for friends anymore because my camera isn't like a DSLR. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it requires a team to run. Like I can't make people work for free. Like I'll, I'll be, I'd be happy to come in myself, but it's like, I don't have the gear to do that efficiently. It's like we run out of a grip van now. It's like, I have to pay gas for the grip mm-hmm. van. It's like all these things have to account. Like I would love to do all these things for friends for free. But at the same time, it's like, if I don't, see it at least evening out you know what i mm-hmm. mean in the sense of like what i'm gonna lose and it's like i can and it's the same sense of like if i ask you know if i was friends with some crazy big artist i'm not gonna be like hey put me on a music video because i'm not at a level to where it's like i can make a fifty thousand dollar music video efficiently you know what i mean like i'm not gonna do that because i know that's the boundaries mm-hmm. so i think it very much is like not just like picking and choosing who you're being friends with, but also understanding the dynamics with like each individual friendship, I, I guess. Like that's a very big thing. And I, I've, I've reached a point where I'm, I'm very quick to cut people off now if they're doing some fuck shit. Yeah. No, I, I don't blame you, man. I, uh, I have no problem calling people out when they do some sus stuff now, dude. Anyways, man, uh, this has just been a fantastic conversation um i love that you came on here i love that you took the time to come on here man and uh you know i hope it helps somebody out there um i appreciate you opening up to me about this stuff of course you know anxieties are not easy at all so you know again thank you so much for coming on man of course thank you for having me of course i love this i've never been on a podcast before this was a great time it's it's exciting man it's fun the only thing that's not fun about it is post right you know what i mean so it's okay it's we'll like, struggle through that together though yeah, 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 yeah that's what's up that's what's up all right though everyone thank you again and uh everyone this is cam nowry thank you guys for having me if you have a chance to be on joseph's podcast uh please be on it it's a good time appreciate it all right have a good one everybody bye